WebmasterRadio.fm. Take your hat off, kick your feet up, and log into the feed. We're here for you 24-7. Your web search is over. It's time to release your mouse. Turn your speakers way up and hang on to your hard drive. As the SEO rock stars, log on to Rock the Net right under the stratosphere. Prepare to optimize your Tuesday evening. Jamming and spamming with the always highly ranked SEO rock stars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. It's uh, Tuesday, running just a couple minutes behind schedule here, but welcome to SEO Rockstars for April 5th. Jake is out of town. I hear he's down in Vegas doing the birthday thing, so uh, the original SEO Rockstar, Mr. Greg Bozer, Web Gorilla, has stepped in. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing just good. Probably not as good as Jake, though. Yeah, he's uh, he's having a good time. He's having a good time. Well, he's just down at uh, in San Diego at Webmasters in the Sun. I guess you were down for... An evening of that? Yeah, I saw Jake for a whole five minutes. Five minutes? Caught the tail end of the dinner, and uh, then he split. But, uh, yeah, it was a good evening. It was worth the four-and-a-half-hour four, hour, four and a half hour drive in traffic. Fun, fun, man. I was uh, I was talking to a good friend of ours, Mr. Mackin, on his messenger, who met uh, the SEO Mafia for the first time ever down in San Diego there. and uh, He was pretty impressed with how black hat that boy is. I didn't catch Mr. Mackin. No, he was. Uh, he was. He might have just been in and out. He's. Uh, he's not the party animal he was in years gone past. That was my thing. I popped in there about six thirty, seven o'clock, and uh, you know we partied on till about three thirty in the morning, and uh, woke up in four hours and took off. Sounds like fun, man. Quick, uh, quick trip with the spammers. I was. It was bummed I couldn't get there. I had a, I had a change of heart last minute and went to to book flights. And uh, there was there wasn't even a flight available, let alone something affordable. So I just uh, couldn't make it down. But you know, I had other fun. I got to stay home and paint the new baby's nursery and stuff like that. So that was all good trade offs. Thought you were in new Papa lockdown mode by now. It's getting pretty close. I'm pretty much uh, short of the the trip to Microsoft uh, in a couple weeks here. That's pretty much it until. Probably late June, early July for me getting out of the house, but it's all good, man. Absolutely. So you're you're back for uh, search champs. I am. Can you believe it? <laughs> Not sure exactly why, but uh, you know, I'm I'm thrilled to be there. It's a it's a good time, and guys at Microsoft definitely know how to throw a little shindig. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm going for the free backpack, and and like you said, the uh, you know someone you show up at the airport and your name's on a card. How many times in your life is that going to happen, right? It's about being an SEO rock star, right? <laughs> exactly. And I, you know, and I will give you props for that. You are the original SEO rock star. With your name on it. Never had that happen before. <laughs> worth it. But I think this, this one's going to be pretty good. Definitely a, a newer group and, and a, I think a little broader uh, mix of people. Uh, I'm going to feel a little more comfortable there because last time it, I, it was like me against the bloggers. Yeah, it's, it seems to be a little more balanced. Um, a lot more women. I see Sherry, uh, our, our good friend Sherry Throw, is uh, on the list. This there, and uh, Stephanie Leffler, too. So we're going to have some uh, some female attendance this time. And uh, Jen Starr, who's actually in the room and listening to the radio, she uh, got invited along, resident uh, contextual ad expert. So that's, uh, that's exciting. I think it's going to be a really good time. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, tonight, we are going to just uh, field some questions left, right, and center from the people in the chat room, and if that's cool with you, we'll just jump in and start sharing our wealth of knowledge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I just kind of leech off of your wealth of knowledge, but, you know, I'll take yeah. it where I can get it. Uh, first question up is uh, from X Scott Fishing. If he's fishing, I don't know what he's doing in the chat room, but uh, he's wondering about, uh, we've, we've covered this before, so we'll cover it real quick. The uh, getting out of the Google sandbox with subdomains, does that actually work? And uh, it, it absolutely, you know, I've seen it work on several occasions. How about yourself? I have seen evidence that would suggest that, yes, that is in fact the case. Now, exactly. Now, have you actually done it yourself, or you just seen some of the evidence floating around? Uh, yeah, we've toyed with it a bit, and... Uh... I, I, I will say that it does seem like 
as of recent, it's it's not working quite as quick as it did at one time. So uh, it may be that they are are deciding to treat uh, different host names as, the same as a brand new domain. But um, it's definitely a quicker way in if you have a long established domain that's been around for a while. Um, we've found that launching new content from that a subdomain rather than starting a new domain uh, dramatically speeds up the process of getting out of that uh, litter box, as I like to call it. Um, so definitely, uh, it's, it's it's worked in the past. Will it in the future? Good question. Not sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it seems to me that Google's just really slowed down the update process entirely, whether it's sandboxed or not, or you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, as far as you know, re- uh, reporting backlinks, reporting page rank. Um, actually giving reporting a, a, an accurate site count for your pages that they seem to be really slowing down compared to what Yahoo and MSN are putting out as far as fresh crawls and, and new data showing up overnight it seems almost in MSN especially you know I, I've been a I've been a Google user for a long long time and and recently I've I've found myself searching at other places because I am looking for sites that I know are new or small and not in the big picture, you know. I'm looking for the manufacturer site for a specific little niche product. You know, Google gives me all the big retailers that carry the product, but I can't find the domain for the site because it hasn't been around long enough. It's a new thing. And, you know, so MSN and Yahoo are doing a great job of finding that content. And uh, I find it a little frustrating at times, but there's becoming a big difference between the type of content that those two groups are presenting. I agree. I've started moving towards uh, using Yahoo for a lot of my searches, and it kind of reminds me a little bit of, you know, back a few years ago when uh, what was it called Northern Light was still out, and you know, every there was it seemed really segregated, and you would use different search engines depending on what you were looking for. If you were doing a like a a report for school, you would use Google because it was sort of the pure information or Northern Light had the real scientific stuff. And then if you're actually shopping, you were using Yahoo because it was directory-based and it cost money to get in. So typically more commercial enterprises were in there. And it's almost feeling like there's starting to be some of that segregation again, but it's based more just on, on update speeds and, and crawl depth. People that weren't around back when it was uh, common to go from engine to engine to search. I mean, we all did it. You automatically run the search everywhere just to see, and each one had different results. You know, and I, my non-internet friends and family, and it's like, oh, I couldn't find it, and all they did was look in Google. You know, it's like, oh, exactly. well, now there's a couple new options. You got to check them out. Well, I remember when when Copernic for the desktop came out for the very first time, and you you'd meta search right off your desktop, and it hit Google and Yahoo and Alta Vista and and absolutely everybody, and. Uh, because people weren't even really cluing into the like the meta search engines like Dogpile at the time, but Copernic really started it off and put everything in one place. Great tool, and I used it all the time. And then Google hit, and and I, I just started collecting dust. I should actually go dust it off and fire it up again because it well, was a, an incredible search tool. So, well, they got the new uh, the summarizer tool in there now, which is pretty pretty. There's your gibberish writing tool right there. Exactly. <laughs> Always list that as one of my cool SEO tools. But yeah, exactly, it's uh, it's funny when you sit in a, in a session like at uh, the organic forum or something like that at, at SES or the like when you and and Darren have your session and people say, well, what sort of tools do you guys use? And you say Copernic Summarizer, and you watch like 500 heads in the room bend down as they all write it down at the same time. That's kind of no, it's nice, that, you know, little plug-in feature if you're using Internet Explorer and the and a uh, click of a button, it'll automatically strip out all the the wasted words and, and strip the page down to uh, a very clean-cut, uh, <laughs> cloakable page, actually. <laughs> well, and you can you can tune it as well as to how much content you want it to show, too, so you can really get down to the nuts and bolts. But, uh, speaking of some of the more black hat tactics, I got an anonymous question out of the chat room. Is what steps are necessary to avoid problems when doing comment spam? I wouldn't know anything about that. I what are dangerous things that can happen to you if you're out signing, you know, sharing your site with the world, so to speak? Um, well, 
this is just based on you know the conversations I've had with people that do that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I personally wouldn't engage in that kind of behavior. Uh, but I mean, I don't d- define problems. Are the police going to show up and knock on your door? No. So you know, the typical problems are are people making phone calls and raising havoc with your host or your domain registrar. Or, you know, I will say this, that if you're doing that kind of work for a client, the client better be aware that you're doing it and, and give them a bit of a heads up because, you know, having a client get a phone call from an angry blogger is typically not a good thing. No, you, you'd think there's, there's better things in life that can happen for your clients. But, uh, I mean, that's, I mean we, we've all heard about, you know, particularly like GoDaddy.com being sort of the, the leading registrar that has been suspending uh, domain names because of uh, comment spam. And now we're starting to get, because it's becoming so rampant, we're getting uh, crusaders out there that are running you know, websites and stuff and gathering data and trying to track stuff back. And just today over at Threadwatch, there was there's a, a, a Neil Dash or Anil Dash, guy from Six Apart, posted uh, some stuff about uh, an article in PC World where they tracked down some comment spam to the Russian mafia. And uh, that was kind of a fun fun little piece. A lot of holes in the argument on that one, but it's becoming quite the uh, quite the witch hunt out there to track this stuff down. But if you do it right... Make no mistake, the GoDaddy thing has nothing to do with being righteous about blog spam. It's about making extra money by extorting webmasters to have their sites turned back on. Absolutely, absolutely. I think anybody that would host with a company like that is foolish. I mean, there's, it's so ridiculous to automatically make the assumption that because you had complaints that the site owners weren't responsible. I mean, anybody operating those kind of tools can put anybody's domain and push the button. And the idea that that doesn't happen or take place uh, is naive, I think. It's certainly uh, causing problems. And I would tell you, if Google keeps rolling forward with the kind of things that they have mentioned in their new patent, uh, that's going to be a, a brand spanking new profitable industry. Oh, it, it absolutely is. I mean, one of the things that, you know, I've always talked to you about clients is, or with, with clients when they ask about stuff, you go, well, you know, those particular sorts of things like buying too many text links or, or getting too many text links too fast, and all, I mean, those sorts of things, uh, it, it, whether or not they benefit you is one thing, but if they actually hurt you, then then we're running into some serious problems with how the search engines are running things. Because as soon as it's something that I can do to a competitor, then we have some we have some serious problems, and there's going to be a massive industry out there of people selling all kinds of you know buy a million backlinks across all these you know horribly spammy adult websites and get your competitor tanked, and we'll do it for you know, X dollars. So it's going to be a serious problem if they keep moving that direction. Yeah, I mean, it was an awfully broad wish list, I thought. But um, it's interesting how, you know, definitely if if the items in that patent become a reality, that whole idea that there's nothing your competitor can do to hurt you is, is kind of out the window. Well, there was, there was some interesting stuff in there, too, though, with counting uh, bookmark instances and, and so forth. Um, Basically, it seems they're out to get as much data as they can off your computer, whether you give them explicit permission or not through toolbars and desktop search and stuff like that. They got a lot of access to your surfing habits far more than just you know what you're clicking on on the web. They can read your cookies and your bookmarks and all that kind of stuff, and that's that's useful data to them. I would say that all the people that said Daniel Brandt was a nutcase should go read that patent. Because uh, pretty sane. Those are things that that he's been talking about for a long time. I mean, the idea of using my bookmarks without my obviously, if I have the toolbar installed, I've probably given my permission without knowing it. But the idea of accessing that data um, as a user kind of irritates me. And uh, but I guess if I had a search engine, I'd probably do the same thing. So. Absolutely. It's all about the data. Whoever's got the most data theoretically can create the most effective algorithm, right? right. But uh, you like the part about the uh, checking the advertising? Yeah. yeah. That was some interesting That's, stuff. Think of those implications. 
all kinds. Well, let's, uh, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break, pay some bills, say hi to our sponsors, and we will be back, uh, talk a little bit more about this patent stuff, and wait for some more questions to roll in. So hang tight, folks. We'll be right back. WebmasterRadio.fm. Take your hat off, kick your feet up, and log into the feed. We're here for you 24-7. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on GenieKnows.com. Install a co-branded search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, GenieKnows.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our co-branded referral program. Genie knows how to deliver results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Proud sponsor of the Webmaster World. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com Making sure your mother is always proud. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and tells me how much I earn from each advertisement. Wow. And that's how better pass the pepper. Wow, thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. Boxer shorts or blazer? Come dressed as you are at WebmasterRadio.fm. Afternoon, everybody. Oil Man back here, and sitting in for Bake Jake is Web Gorilla, Mr. Greg Bozer, and uh, Darren just actually... Uh, PM'd over a note to me that you and him have a new show launching shortly. There's a rumor about that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want you. To, I believe he's, you guys are going to call it "That's a Wrap." It's going to be sort of a, a Friday wrap-up of what's happened in the world of SEO throughout the week. I, I think yeah, we'll probably cover search in general and just you know, pretty much just be opinionated and rants and those kind of things. <laughs> now you guys aren't very good at being opinionated and ranting. I mean, come on. You know, the top ten things that uh, got on my nerves in the week of search. You think an hour's enough for you? <laughs> I'm not 100% sure what the start date is, but I hear we're getting pretty close. Yeah, he's, he's just relentless when he decides to do a show, isn't he? Yeah, it's kind of funny. I got the facts of contract back. I am about 20 times in the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> road. He wants to be able to announce it legitimately. So this is how we, you know, we announce it while you're actually on the air and force you into it. Exactly. So yeah, I guess I'm not backing out at this point. There you go. We got another question up here from uh, guest nine four three. Well, so we will assume it's an anonymous question. Then uh, he's looking to learn how to do some cloaking. He's wondering what are some good resources. What are the best places to learn about cloaking and writing your own Perl scripts? and getting involved in that? Oh, the best... Re- well, I would say the first thing to do would be to... I would get one of the off-the-shelf cloaking packages and spend some time with it and, and get an understanding of... And they all work basically the same. It's not really rocket science. You're basically checking IDs at the door and serving content based on um, who's asking for it. 
Um, there's some different ways to do it, different languages to do it in. The most popular ones are probably done in Perl. Um, we do our stuff in PHP. So I would get one of those and play with it and, and, and do some real simple stuff with it. You know, I would say the biggest thing I would recommend is don't go out your first attempt and try to cloak and dramatically change content on a thousand page website because you know you can make little goofs and uh, a line of code's not right and the spider's not getting what they're supposed to get and it's exposed for the world to see and little things like that so I would start small and uh, get you know the, the package that I started with was IP delivery um, John Hurd good friend of mine it's, it's a very durable reliable script um, there's other ones out there. It's, it's it's a little more manual. It doesn't do real big, big scale kind of stuff, but um, that's where I started. I, I still get my IP updates from John uh, for the projects we run and the, the custom stuff that we do, you know, is built a lot around uh, how we originally started working with that script. So, Yeah, John's stuff is really good. And uh, another guy that's got some really cool stuff out there is uh, Phantom Master. Um, his stuff is like sort of uber-advanced packages yeah. that'll build your pages for you and sort of do everything all at once. Um, really pricey stuff, but once again, even if you're going to use Phantom Master stuff, start off small, play around with it, you know, set your own IP as the detection and go back and forth and make sure you're, you know, you're seeing different pages, whether you use your own IP or come through a proxy and and that sort of thing, because um, it's just like Greg says, you leave, you know, you mess up one little thing, and, and you've got your your pants around your ankles when Googlebot comes by, and that's not a, a comfortable position to be in. Whoops. Yeah, but it's all in good fun, so. Absolutely. I mean, we we only cloak for like you know flash sites and when stuff's not getting crawled properly. Anyhow, the legitimate cloaking uses. <laughs> Got another question from uh, Meta in the chat room. Traffic from places like China and the Middle East, is it worth it or should it be blocked? I guess it depends would depend what on what it is you're doing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're selling, if you're selling electronics online, um, probably not because, you, know, you know, you might be only selling to North America or you've got something that's only in English, you know, those kinds of things. I mean, it really depends on what's going on. I mean, we do see a lot of traffic that is, you know, coming from China and Russia and, and different places like that that uh, tends to be fraudulent. And, you know, you're always hearing stories from e-commerce sites about how they don't even accept orders from Russia and this and that because of the high instance of fraud. Um, but that's, I mean, you can't really make the generalization that you should block all traffic from China um, just because. I mean, if you've got a great site that's got content on it and you're running AdSense, who cares where the traffic comes from if they're going to come in and maybe click on an ad and make you 50 cents or a buck or whatever? My first thing would be determining whether or not it's actually human traffic because, uh, you know, countries like that tend to have a pretty big chunk of open anonymous proxies available for use, and a lot of times uh, the traffic you're getting from those countries are not humans at all. So once I determine whether or not it's, you know, a lot of times... If you get a site for whatever reason that's getting traffic for a particular term and it's from a country and you can't service that country, um, go look for a partner and bounce the traffic somewhere else. I mean, you'd be surprised. Sometimes you can make deals like that. If you find the right merchant who can uh, take that traffic, um, send it over and uh, earn a commission. There's an affiliate commission in every everywhere just waiting to happen. Absolutely. Uh, Dave N. was... Uh he was speaking on the affiliate panel at the Webmaster World Conference in Las Vegas back in November, and he had a whole sort of flow chart of how they scrub their traffic on the way into the server, and they actually geo-target the traffic as soon as it comes in, find out where it's coming from. If it's uh, European traffic, they feed it into the European version of the site. If it's U.S. traffic, they fire it somewhere else, all that kind of stuff. Um, very... I mean, in, in concept, it's very easy to do. It's actually not that hard to implement now with uh, so much off-the-shelf stuff in that regard. So you can certainly spin your traffic based on geography quite easily. And if you want to block China, then you know, spin it somewhere else. Send it to some guy's blog that you don't like or something like that. But you didn't hear it here. <laughs> Email me. I'll give you some addresses. There you go. Yeah, you know all the good bloggers, man. Everybody's. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm I'm run dry on questions. Let's uh, what's what's happened this week in search? 
um, Yahoo updated. And uh, Tim IM'd me on Friday night that he posted on. He did. Tim Meyer did his first ever post on the Yahoo search blog on Friday to announce that the update was impending, and then it rolled throughout the weekend. And uh, we saw some interesting results. Did you see anything change on your end there, Greg? Uh, saw quite a bit of change, you know, some good, some, you know, I don't ever get caught caught up in the, oh my God, it's the worst update ever, it sucks. I mean, if, if the stuff that makes me money is doing well, it's a great update, and the stuff that isn't making me money doesn't do well, then it's a terrible update. And in general, I, I think the results look pretty good. And some, some odd things taking place, um, you know, occasions where we're seeing keyword areas that have, where it looks like, and we're seeing this on MSN too, where all the results are pulling the words only from the body, and the titles and descriptions don't have the words in them at all. Um, just some odd things like that. But in general, uh, I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah, I had a, I had a one uh, site come back from the dead. Actually, a couple of sites came back from the dead into Yahoo, which was uh, quite pleasant. Uh, poked around a little bit, saw some interesting results on on some very non-competitive phrases, but uh, some phrases that. Uh, seem to have some blog power behind them. It was interesting to see a lot of the actual comments uh, where they were, the, where the comments spam was. A lot of those comments were ranking actually over sites that were really about that particular product. Yeah, and uh, that actually went away. That bounced around for a couple of days and then went away. But out of 100 results, uh, there was like 40 or 50 in this one particular uh, market that were the comments. Spam showing up, which I thought was, was kind of fun. I've seen a lot of that in MSN too, and it, it really kind of looks like that there's a lag time between, almost like the old Google uh, Freshbot system, where pages would come in and get indexed. Uh, the links might show up in the link count, but until the end of the month, when the whole math calculation takes place, the true rankings didn't didn't really happen. So we're seeing a lot of stuff. We track a lot of the more aggressive areas in in MSN, and seeing that same kind of thing where initially. You look and you look up a site like yeah, it's showing these blog links. It's got a lot of links, but when you search for the terms that the bloggers are, or that the, the spammers are trying to hit, what you get is the actual blog page where the, the term exists on the page rather than the site, kind of indicating that the anchor text involved hasn't been calculated yet. But the link has been counted and the pages have been indexed. So then what we're seeing is over maybe a two to three week period, that slowly changes and those sites do, in fact, start to show up. Yeah, and that's and that's sort of the thing. We had uh, one particular uh, client took a pretty pretty big hit on this just over the weekend and uh, started freaking out and stuff. But like you say, there's still it, stuff's still rolling through, and so you know I typically like to sit back for about a week, week and a half, um, and wait and wait for all the all the fuss to die down. I mean, you go over to Webmaster World and search engine forums and all those kinds of places, and there's just a ton, you know, it's big, long threads, people freaking out over stuff, and they haven't even given it a chance to settle down yet. And uh, I, think it's, I think it's even, uh, today it's probably a little early to really say that it's done. Uh, I mean, it's still got to roll out. It's a lot of data to roll uh, out. It, it takes a while to do that. And Yahoo's never done. It fluctuates daily. I mean, you and I have been on the, how many times have you and I have been on the phone where you're in Canada, I'm here in L.A., and we see totally different stuff. And I continually, on a regular basis with Yahoo, pulling log file data and plopping searches into my browser that, you know, I'm getting traffic on, from a page in a position that I don't see. Exactly. Sometimes I never see it. So there's data center somewhere where somebody's getting fed results different than me and, and um I just the update stuff is not worth the time to me. It was always my most painful part of being involved in the Webmaster World were those Google update threads. And, uh, yeah, those were nasty. I, I could never, uh, never get involved in those. They just would they'd suck you in big black hole. You'd read for days and days and days. But uh, we were running some position reports on uh, actually, particularly Google for some some pretty competitive terms, and I was running them from here for an agency in Cleveland that is doing work for the company who's, you know, in California or some somewhere else. And none of the three of us 
saw the same data ever at the same time. So we'd have the client on the phone, and he'd be going, well, I fell off the front page. And in Cleveland, they're saying, no, dude, you're number five. And over here, I'm saying you're number seven. And then, you know, the next day, it was it was all the same. So it, it's starting to, you know, just get with, with the way things roll that it's it's very hard. It's almost a waste of time, I think, to spend as much time as we do on, you know, rank checking and uh, update watching. You know, just follow the dollars. Are your, are your dollars up? Are your traffic up? You know, if, if you notice that something's off in your traffic, go investigate. But don't spend your day sitting around going, oh, I fell three points for this particular term. You have better things to do with your time. God, I, you know, I, I mean, I own a copy of Web Position Gold, and I, I run it so infrequently. And I look at log files, and I look at sales or traffic data, and when there's a significant shift in that, you know, then we take the time to look uh, at what might be the cause. And But, you know, the day-to-day stuff, I mean, you just you can run the position report every five minutes, and you'll get five different results a lot of times. You know, it just, exactly. it's just not worth the, the time and effort for me. Other, other things to do, other tools to build, other buttons to push. Let's take another quick break, and we'll be back. And uh, I think you have to head off a little bit early today, don't you, Greg? Yeah, I might be able to swing the whole thing. We'll see. Sorry, what's that? All right, well, let's roll some commercials, and we will be back with some more questions. Boston to Bogota. All united through webmasterradio.fm. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch media.com today. There's nothing quite as rewarding as feeling in complete control. To experience this level of power on the web, visit blowsearch.com. Let us give you, the search engine advertiser, what other engines simply don't. Complete control over your pay-per-click advertising. Blow away your competitors' IPs today and select the sites you want to receive traffic from while accurately tracking your ROI with blowsearch.com. Blowsearch.com. Finally, pay-per-click search advertising you control. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh-huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm. tells me how much I earn from each advertisement. Wow. And that sound better? Pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give value. ValueClick Media, try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. Hey, everybody. We're back. We're just heading down the back stretch of SEO Rockstars for Tuesday, April 5th. And uh, once again, for anybody that just joined in, Bake Jake is off on holidays today, and Web Gorilla, Mr. Bozer himself, is sitting in the original... SEO Rockstar, and uh, we're just taking your questions. Had a couple more roll in, and uh, one another one from uh, Meta saying, seen a lot of ad bots in the chat rooms lately, especially Yahoo Chat. Most are pimping out porn or dating sites. Very annoying to chat chat users, but who runs these things, and are they ever profitable? And I would say off the top of my head, if they're not profitable, people wouldn't run them. Same as email, spam, and everything else. Follow the money. That's I, I. I have no idea who runs them. I mean, the world of chat. You know me. I mean, I struggle with the Java thing, so <laughs> I couldn't really tell you. But I would imagine that um, it is profitable, or you wouldn't see it. That's that's pretty much sums that up. We got another one from Trisha. Says I, I was lazy and set up a three hundred one redirect to a non WW 
www version of a domain to the www version of the domain for one of my sites. I just recently found a link to the site without the Ws. I've set up a 301 now. Any idea how long it might take Google to find that and fix it? I heard at one time it could take them a few months. Also, do you think that could be why the site doesn't show up for its name, but my Cafe Press store for that site does? The Cafe Press site seems to have a higher PR than my site's index page, too. Uh, okay, well, let, let me see if I get this straight. You set up a 301 without the www that to redirect it, then you found somebody that linked to it without it? Is that what she's saying? Yeah, she's saying she uh, she found some links to the non-www version and so set up a 301 now to get those links passed over to the www version. Uh, How long will it take Google to rectify that? First. Okay, gotcha. Uh, rule number one is that should be set up from by default from the beginning. But that being said, it'll probably uh, it, it's Google. With, if we're talking about Google, it's kind of weird. A lot of times, Google knows without it, you even doing the redirection that they're the same site. You know, you can. There's a lot of times. I remember Webmaster World was a good example. There was a time when you would search with the do a site search or a link search with the www without, and I think it would give you two separate link counts. And then there's a lot of other sites where you can do that, and, and the link counts are exactly the same. So I don't think anybody knows exactly what causes Google to decide sometimes that they're two separate sites. But um, I'd always say give it two cycles, two complete link cycles, and you'll probably start um, seeing credit from that 301. Yeah, I mean, I usually say like 45 days is what most people, I mean, just to give an idea of what two link cycles is, um, not that they do that with any regularity anymore. In, in retrospect, I almost missed the monthly update cycle because at least you knew something was coming and, and, uh, and whatnot. Now it's sort of whenever they feel like rolling it out. But it, it will roll out, and they will get credited eventually. best thing you can do at this point is just get on with building your links to the site that you want to rank and keep you know, moving on. A lot of them. You get better, you might get quicker results, send them an email and just ask them to link to it the proper way. Yeah, that works as well. Andre is wondering if we have any thoughts on ArticleBot. Um, ArticleBot seems to be kind of a buzzy new software. Everybody's talking about it. Um, I actually talked to the guy that developed it on the phone way back um, when he was just getting rolling about, I don't know, 800 versions ago. They seem to pop out a new version every three days on that thing. And uh, they actually just about folded the whole idea because they couldn't get any any buy-in after spamming Webmaster World. But it seems that they're going gangbusters right now. Um, ArticleBot, for those that don't know, is basically a content rewriting tool. You load uh, an article into it or scrape something and go through word by word, right-click on the word, add it to the thesaurus, select that you want that word spun or rewritten, uh, next time through, and then you go through that whole article, top to bottom, and then tell it how many versions you want, and it spits out 10,000 versions of that article that are all eminently readable uh, if you took the time to go through it. A 300 to 400 word article take you a couple hours to go through properly. The problem with ArticleBot, um, and I don't know if they're ever going to add this in, he indicated he wouldn't when I was talking to him, was that you can't you know, create your own custom database of words so that you can just say, look, spin this article using all the, you know, if it has any of the words that I've already selected as spin words, you still have to go through word for word. So it's terribly manual at this point. I don't know if you've even looked at that, Greg, have you? I did briefly, and I found it to be the most painful application I've ever looked at in my life. I just, you know, great idea, but poorly thought out, and I just don't. See it, uh, nothing I would ever use. Um, Don, the guy that built it, I mean, he's a really nice guy. He's just not, uh, he's not an SEO. He just, he's, he's, he's not at the same end of the business, uh, that we are. And so he doesn't quite see, uh, where he needs to go with it. But from what I understand, he's, he's selling truckloads of the thing on a subscription basis and, who knows if he ever does bring out uh, some automation to it? Uh, I might take another look at it. 
Uh, automation's good. And for me personally, I just, I, I like the idea, but I just prefer to build something custom. Yeah. The, 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 nicest, the nicest part about ArticleBot is that the articles are actually readable. They're not gibberish. They're not created with grammar rules, um, that sort of thing. If you do it right, the articles are very readable and would pass a hand check by pretty much anybody. So that, that's a big, you know, check mark on the on the pro side of it. But you know, if you got some good cloaking scripts, who cares how readable your content is? That's just uh, way too much time spent. Sorry, what was that? They don't need to be readable. Exactly. What's readable? Darren was yelling at me during the break. Um, he is absolutely convinced, along with several other people, that something big is happening at MSN right now, as far as some kind of update, some kind of big shakeup in the search results. I ran a whole bunch of position reports on some non-competitive and some competitive areas just before we went on the air, and I haven't seen anything over the last four days change short of one or two position jumps. So I'm not sure what he's talking about. I've, I don't know if you've heard anything there, Greg. We've actually seen quite a bit, but it's primarily uh, my gut feeling is that, you know, I, we monitor the, the pharmaceutical space fairly well there, and uh, it's been jumping around like crazy. I mean, just absolute. And sometimes the results are just insane, you know. And so it looks to me like they're doing some heavy filtering testing on on more aggressive space but i haven't seen a, a much of any volatility in in more traditional even competitive but i'm less spammy kind of competitive areas um they seem fairly stable but in areas like the the ppc areas we're seeing a lot of stuff churning and bouncing around and doing odd things darren's darren says he's seen dot orgs floating keeps posting that in the chat room weirdly weirdly floating dot orgs all right so i'm here <laughs> <laughs> well I, I was just a matter of time until you yeah, jumped I, in i'm I, sure I, yeah i mean it, greg have, have you seen the dot orgs just start to pop up out of nowhere first and second page yeah and oftentimes they're they have absolutely no relevance nothing to do right. with what you searched on right yeah um, and There's, that's where we were seeing you know the other thing that we've been tracking this week too is um, where they're doing a lot of stuff where with synonyms and, and taking two words, you know, in, in the drug space, the generic name of the word and the, the branded name of the word and returning pages um, that have the generic name on the page as opposed to the branded name, you know, when you search for the branded name. So there's a lot of word association stuff that seems to be going on um, that is quite interesting. But yeah. then it kind of floats back to normal, so... You know, we see it jump around, testing, 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 and then it kind of rolls back to what we're used to seeing. Uh, but we definitely saw a lot of the the dot org stuff as well. Yeah, but doesn't it look like a continual? You know, uh, it's been a gradual shift towards you know contextual relevance and contextual filtering, and you know the um, you know much uh, much heavier in, li in linguistics filtering. Don't you think that um, you know as Microsoft entices guys like you and other people who are in the room, you know, and you see more, um, oh, if you want to use this stupid old word, thematic approaches to, you know, sites for long-term organic stuff. Do you know what I mean? Do you, do you see what I'm... Oh, say? absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, and what's interesting, too, is that I see them playing a lot with um, how they're waiting freshness. So a lot of times, if you take their little sliders that they have, you can fiddle with the sliders and try to mimic uh, a certain result you're seeing and get an idea of, you know, we'll, we'll have a listing that will dramatically drop off um, down to 30 or 40, and then when we drop the lever the, for the freshness down to stale, boom, we're right back where we, you know, we are. So we're seeing a lot of weird little things like that where they're playing with freshness dates and and um, you know the semantic stuff on the page, but it's kind of interesting because a lot of times it's hysterical what they're spitting out. Right. Um, and sometimes it's great for business. Sometimes they'll spit out and it'll be so whacked, and your listing's the only one that uh, produces revenue or matches what people are looking for. We like those days. 
Those are good days. Well, you're the only you're the only relevant result in the top ten. Exactly. Problem with that. That's uh, that makes for a good paycheck at the end of the month. Like we say, it's all it's all back to following the dollars. It's all back to following the dollars. We actually just got another question pop through for us here. Uh, beyond Google AdWords, what pay-per-click engines can geotarget advertisements? Um, I honestly don't know. I don't do any pay-per-click for my clients. Um, I know you manage some pay-per-click. Is, is Overture doing any geotargeting off of their stuff, or is it just what you see is what you get, no source exclusion and so yeah, forth? Good question. I don't have any clients that have any need for geotargeting. Uh, I, I honestly don't know. I can answer that. Yeah. Booyah. I try to not know. Booyah. Booyah is a good place to go. Um, they, they offer geotargeting. Um, they, they were, I guess, formerly known as Image Include. Uh, I worked with, worked with them on a couple of search deals, and uh, they actually uh, have a very competitive uh, back-end deal uh, with AOL. Um, so they, you know, they're a very stable network with, uh, with some, with some solid technology and, uh, a lot of, uh, competitive area traffic, you know, adult oriented stuff. How do you drop that in the chat room? How are you spelling booyah? Booyah! That's, yeah, yeah, actually I think, uh, Meadow's got it right. Booyah. Booyah.com, I think it is. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll look real quick. Because I put it in with an A-H and got a hacked website. <laughs> uh, no, that isn't it. No, let's see. Uh, with a with an AH? No, yeah, yeah. No, that isn't it. There <laughs> uh, you go, dude. Helpful. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me let me find let me find image include. Uh, because yeah, the, you know the, this was something that uh, when we were working on um, you know putting together some some PPC technology. Um, yeah, I mean, if you go to Image Include, they're they're part of of Bullseye Nine. Yeah, I'll I'll drop that URL into the chat room. Uh, those guys, you know, they they've got some they've got they've got some good traffic, and uh, they'll you know their deal is if you if you're selling like furniture, mattresses, whatever, green tea, um, you can. Uh, you can actually add an image with your listing. It's kind of interesting. Different, different, cool. different flair to the uh, the PPC angle. Excellent. Well, why don't we do this? We're coming up down to just over five minutes left. Let's break for one last set of commercials. See if any uh, last minute questions roll in, and then we'll get this uh, sucker wrapped up. FM. Take your hat off, kick your feet up, and log into the feed. We're here for you 24-7. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. USA Radio Network Sports. I'm Ray Canterbury, North Carolina. 
Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com. Making sure your mother is always proud. There's nothing quite as rewarding as feeling in complete control. To experience this level of power on the web, visit BlowSearch.com. Let us give you, the search engine advertiser, what other engines simply don't. Complete control over your pay-per-click advertising. Blow away your competitors' IPs today and select the sites you want to receive traffic from while accurately tracking your ROI with BlowSearch.com. BlowSearch.com. Finally, pay-per-click search advertising you control. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're just uh, putting the final uh, couple minutes into this edition of SEO Rockstars. I've been uh, very pleased to have Web Gorilla along for the ride in place of uh, Jake, who's down in Vegas partying it up for his birthday. And uh, we got just a, a last couple questions here that have come through the chat room. Um, one, and we're sort of back to our, our web blog stuff, is how do you find abandoned blogs? We're going to let you field that one there, Greg, because I know you've talked to lots of people that do that sorts of thing. Wow, that's a loaded question. Uh, it's actually probably not one I would probably want to answer. Yeah. It's all about database management, I think, is about the most, I think, we, we could say about that. It's all about managing your database. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of collection and scraping tools that go on and spidering across the web, and um, it it the operations that that do it on a large scale have pretty incredible technology uh, built. So it's not there's not an off the shelf little script you're going to find that's going to go out and help you identify uh, those kind of pages. But um, if you have the resources to do it and your bandwidth to go out and a uh, combination between crawling and scraping, um, you can usually find what you need. Absolutely. Well, that uh, pretty much wraps up our show. I see 4.59 on the clock here, uh, Pacific time. And, uh, Greg, thank you very much for sitting in for Jake. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun having you on. Anytime, man. Tell Jake I said happy birthday. I will definitely pass that on and uh, definitely looking forward to uh, That's a Wrap with you and Darren. That's going to be, I think, a lot of fun uh, listening to that. So I hope that comes up real soon. And another uh, quick reminder, I know Darren has been working like crazy behind the scenes over this week to get the archives up and running, and they are finally there. We got podcasts, RSS feeds going, the archives. You can listen to all the back editions of the show so uh, thank you very much, SE Guru, for getting that going for us. And uh, that's pretty much it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to uh, Darren for producing the show. Thanks to Greg for being here. And we'll be back next Tuesday with another edition of SEO Rockstars. <laughs>